Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing today? It's wonderful, sunny Wednesday morning. We put up a video up on, uh, it's up on Facebook and up on Instagram. You can take a look at it. And it shows um, Cora, a dog that just came in. And she's crawling in her crate. Like, it's right up there. Um, let's see if I can see part of it. Yeah, here it is. She's growing in her crate. So, you know, a lot of people will, will say, you know, to, to folks, you know, you shouldn't stop the growling because then they'll, then they'll just um, bite without any warning. You know, the thing is, is we don't believe in that at all. We have many dogs that just don't growl and they just bite. And it's not because somebody corrected the growling. It's because they just don't growl. They give other types of warnings. So there's always a warning before the bite. There's loading. There's stiffness of the body. There's the dog freezing. There's a look that a certain dog would give. But so Cora, who has bitten um, dozens of people, at least a dozen people, um, Lots, she's spent a lot. Obviously, like stopping the growling is not going to make it worse. It already is worse. I think this is what folks have got to understand is that they're not seeing the whole picture. They're, they're not seeing the whole picture that the dog is already a biting dog. And you can eliminate the biting, the growling, and then the thinking of biting. You can, you can eliminate all those things through training and behavior modification. So when you approach the crate and she growls yesterday and she was corrected, yesterday with a remote collar at a high level no and then correction she stopped crawling in the crate and now she's that much safer now will she still bite sure but not because we stopped the growling because we're not done yet with uh, the rehab process we're not done with the rehab process yet so just tuning in. My name is uh, Jeff Gelman. This is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. I'm on every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I usually do single topic shows, single topic. I usually like to pick out one thing that, that that's out there and I want to just, you know, talk about it and do a little bit of Q&A on it and then uh, uh, jump off to their shorter podcasts. So it's interesting to here that folks have got this narrative because it's a popular narrative out there that says don't stop the growling 
Now, the problem with that philosophy is that why can't you tell folks, um, why can't you tell folks that you should not only, I mean, dogs, obviously, stop the growling, but stop the whole mental attitude that you have. Stop the whole stop. Stop it all. Like literally, just get it out of your mind. Get it out of get it out of your mind that you cannot be growling at all. You cannot be biting at all. You cannot be even thinking um, at all about um, any any of this unwanted behavior. Why is it so bad? And 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 where did this all come from that you shouldn't stop the growling? or else the dog would have silently bite. Now, somebody might have done that, but they might not have then finished up with the full um, rehab process. They might, not have, they might not have known how to go farther than that. And that's why the dog is still biting. Or there are dogs out there that just bite. And no matter what you do, they're going to bite. They're just put into they're just put into into bad situations where they bite. Is that a possibility? So that's possible, which is usually the case. So it seems to be the case um, with a lot of dogs. So we obviously stop the growling. And we stopped the loading process, which you have to recognize. We pointed out, we did a live the other day where we pointed out this, the, there was a moment where I was doing the live where the dog got stiff. And it's like, whoa, that's a pre-bite right there. You would correct that. Um, there's a lot of opportunities in life that you can give the dog that you can communicate with them that their behavior is not acceptable and they should stop it but for some weird reason that always seems to be um a new concept for a lot of uh people not a new concept but a a, a foreign concept for a lot of people but of course you do that it's like, if you just think about raising a dog and teaching it properly manners and proper behavior, so not even obedience training, but proper behavior. And if you start teaching that dog what's acceptable and what's not acceptable, the dog will start learning, oh, I can do these things and I can't do those things. These are simple concepts. And it, and it baffles me that that, that that people are confused by that. And that's why we have so many biting dogs. One of the reasons why we have so many biting dogs. And it's interesting. There was a comment on that on that video. And I responded. It's a, it's a public it's a public comment. It's a public comment. And somebody wrote, um, uh, poor dog. And I put with an emoji, like a sad emoji. And I said... Why? 
the dog's on a wonderful road to recovery, something to that nature. But I, but I said, why? And I'm waiting for, you know, want the person to arrive. Like, why, what, why do you feel that's a poor dog? And how about, like, do you feel bad? Is it like, do you, do you think the dog is scared? The dog's not scared at all. So the dog's not scared. Well, if you were locked up in a crate, it's, like, well, it's got nothing to do with the crate. Of course the dog's going to be in a crate. It's in a, it's in a, you go to, you go to the vet office and you, 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 uh, your vet just had, had, had surgery. It's in a, it's in a kettle. You know, I mean, it's just like, that, that's just the way it is. Most people do crate their dogs at home. That's just the way it is. That's not a bad thing. But should we have this biting dog just randomly walking around a house where it could bite people? No. So why poor dog? And that's the mentality that that's the mentality that that is keeping people from being successful and keeping dogs in a bad state, that mentality right there, poor dog. And I wonder, would the, what does this person have to say to the people that have been bit? Oh, you feel bad for the dog? That's fine. You're, you're allowed to feel bad for the dog. But how about the people that it's bit? What do you have to say for them? So obviously, if you have poor dog, you have empathy in your heart. Okay, well, how about the people that it's bit? What what do you have to say to them? I mean, I'd like to I'd like to know all these things. I'd like to know all these things. Because we are so concerned about the dog. But how about the, 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 the people that the dog is affecting in its world in a negative way? How about the owners who are struggling with the possibility that this dog might end up dead if it doesn't get rehabbed? Which is usually what happens. It's usually what this is usually what happens. So the issue with biting is huge. And I do not feel that most owners are capable. That's why we have people like us. But most trainers don't know how to stop biting. They just don't. They honestly don't know how to stop a biting dog. So why? I wonder why that is. So it's interesting. too bad it really is because at least they can do is 
refer them out instead of giving them false information or recommending killing them. Because owners are struggling more than ever now. It's really sad. It's really sad. Let's see what we have. Avi says, hi, all. Good morning, Avi. How are you? JW says, greetings, greetings. Brittany says, good morning, good morning. Kaz says, good morning. Snuggle buns. Good morning, everyone. I couldn't imagine not correcting my dogs for growling. I want them both to be well-mannered dogs. Yes, exactly. Well-mannered, good manners. So a dog doesn't need to growl. And a growl, a lot of the times, is not always before the dog bites. We meet lots of dogs that growl that never bite. They have no bites. They, they, they don't bite at all. They just growl. So get them to stop the growling. And then we have dogs that growl before they bite. And then we have dogs that don't growl at all. And they just, they just bite. But there's always a loading process. So just stop it all. Your dog shouldn't be biting. It's as simple as that. Your dog is not allowed to bite. You need to communicate that. And you need to apply a punisher that's very, very strong massively uncomfortable for the dog doing it. It's a simple concept. And the more we continue to humanize the dog, and the more we become soft as a society, we're going to keep having problem dogs. I'll say that again. The more we continue to humanize the dog, and the more we become a soft society, we're going to have biting dogs. Now, if you're going to humanize the dog and we have a firm society, well, then we have a chance. But the weaker that humans become emotionally, physically, mentally, the more that dogs are going to struggle. And that is what is happening right now. We're living in a society where large parts of the population don't want men to be masculine anymore. And they want to create a weak society. This is all planned out. This is all planned out. for the destruction of modern society in America. We see it all around us. And this sounds like a conspiracy. No, it's got nothing to do with dog training, but it has actually has a lot to do with dog training. Because dog training reveals this. Dog training reveals this. When you start coming up with all these acronyms, force-free, reward-only, Allowing dogs uh, to um, only work when they want to. Giving dogs the choice to not work. We see it all around us. We see it all around us. And anything but that is abusive. Mean. I don't know. Brittany, agree. I try to stay on top of signs and make sure my other dogs respect space um, when the others say back off. Yeah, that's also important. You've got to advocate for your dogs. Now, am I against all growling? No, I'm not. I'm actually not against all growling. So 
we, I guess we have to put it in situations. I mean, it's all biting, pretty much. I mean, if a dog's being attacked, let it fight back. If somebody comes in your house, let the dog bite. You know, I mean, if someone comes in with bad intentions, let the dog fight, bite. But if your dog is eating food and another dog approaches it, the dog that's eating the other food bowl has the right to growl, which is a communication to the other dog to back off. That it actually does. Now, the dog that's a food stealer does not have the right to bully the other dog and growl to get the other dog away. So there are animal-animal communication situations where growling is acceptable. Over on Rumble, Allison says, good morning, good morning, Allison. Um, also on Rumble, uh, my main main, um, my dog barks and growls whenever guests come in the home. I don't allow him to interact with people, but I want the behavior to stop. When I say quiety, quiet, so I use the e-cow yesterday at uh, one. I don't know what brand of e-cow you're using, but you use the e-cow use the e at a level that sucks. So you say no, and you correct high. No, and you correct First, and the first place to use it is before they even come in the house, even when they approach the house and knock on the door. And then also, if the dog's all riled up, running around the house, going from window to window, running at the door, jumping up the door, you obviously you obviously stop all that behavior as well. You obviously stop all that behavior as well. But so, barks and growls, yeah. And then, and then you can be proactive and then teach your dog what you want it to do. The mini educator, yeah. One is nothing. One is nothing. I would make it suck. It goes up to 100. You, so you say no, and you don't yell. You're calm. You say no, and you hold down the continuous button. A couple of seconds. Does it hurt? It should. We're not doing obedience. We're doing behavior modification. The dog is growling and barking at people. There should be a consequence that's meaningful. And, and you're going to hear that it's going to make it worse. Your dog will have a negative association towards people. Before I never, I don't know if this is your first time on my show or not, but your name isn't familiar. So before you even came on my show, your dog was already doing this. So I'm not going to make it worse. It already is worse. You can also kennel your dog up and kennel up and down. So there's a proper way to be kenneled. You go in your kennel, you lie down, you be quiet. Also on um, Rumble, uh, Allison says, I had an eight-month-old German Shepherd in my house over the weekend for growling. It's so cool to see the progress. Could walk by the crate when he came in. Scheduling a follow-up with his humans to work in the home and nail everything in place. Awesome. Good for you. Um, Chris says, good uh, Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone's having a glorious day. Agreed 100%. JoJo says, hi, everyone. Daniel, hi. How are you today? Good morning. Um, New Zealand Love Show. Thank you. Dog CEO. Okay, good. John Rose says, real simple. A dog should not bite anyone. Agreed. There's a couple of situations. If someone breaks in your house, the dog's allowed to bite. If someone's attacking you, the dog's allowed to bite. Attacking your loved ones, the dog's allowed to bite. But that's, these are rare situations. Most dog bites are happening in just like unprovoked situations. Apex K9, good morning, Jeff. Hope everyone is having a fantastic morning. Yeah. 
hope you are. If you're not, why not? Turn that, turn that around. We, we moved to a huge property and my Aussie loves chasing birds. Our mistake is we let them wait at the door and then bolt to chase the crows. I can stop their excitement. I have e-cowers. Can you give me a tip how to deprogram them? I'm not going to, I don't know how to deprogram your dog. I don't know how to deprogram your dog. I know how to rehab and train your dog, but I'm not going to deprogram your dog. It's a wrong choice of words, or maybe I'm not, it's not understanding because you, we don't want to deprogram your dog. They're dogs. Like I want your dog to be a dog. Now, can I get your dog to stop chasing birds? Sure. When it's chasing a bird, you say no and you correct it. Now, it can still chase a ball. So someone will say, oh, it'll stop chasing things. I'm like, no, it won't. It can still chase a toy. It can still chase a ball. It just can't chase birds. Dog knows, a dog knows the difference between a flying bird or a bird walking or a, or a, or a, or a critter walking and running. And a ball. They know the difference. They're not stupid. But I also offer one-on-ones, Linda. You can schedule a one-on-one. -on -one. You can go over to uh, right over here to Solid Canine Academy. Go to Solid Canine Academy. At a minimum, if you're not on our email newsletter, go on our email newsletter. Also sign up for our free walk the walk course. Sign up for our free walk the walk course and sign up for an email newsletter. But underneath courses, um, underneath uh, courses and services, online counsel with Jeff. And you can schedule that. Well, you don't schedule it. I email you. You can purchase one and then I email you to schedule it. Tiffany says, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Chris says, I've run across tomato ear on my service dog because they have been bitten by a smaller dog. Yes. Yeah, a lot of dogs, um, a lot of little dogs jump up and bite dogs. The ears, ear, ear bites are the worst because they bleed and they're hard to stop and the dog shakes its head. They keep reopening the wound, blood everywhere. I hate ear bites. Ear bites are a pain in the ass. Uh, Mandy says these weak owners need to watch old old yeller. Yeah, I mean, no, weak owners need to watch reality. Just, just the whole the, they need to watch <laughs> what a proper leader is. They need to understand what you know, and and you and men out there need to start understanding what it's like to be a real man. And I'm not. This sounds so sexy. You get all these people triggered by that comment. Everybody gets triggered by that comment. People assume a real man would be mean to a female and rude to a female and chauvinistic. And that's the farthest thing from it. That's not what a real man is. That's an asshole. And a real man is not an asshole. But a real man is not a weak human being. I mean, men even going to the gym now, even working out physically and taking care of your body are being put down. 
Like we don't even want men to be physically fit. Linda, lack of discipline in society is pervasive to the detriment of everything, including dog training. Yep, sure is. Okay. I'm sorry. He's not awake yet. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Hold, hold on, honey. What did you want me to promote? Today's the last day of. Which one is it? Which class is it? Walking Master Class, where we teach you how to do. It's like normally like a little $99 program. And which class do they buy in order to do that? Can you come out here and just tell everybody about it? No, it's still in Okay, which one do they buy? Chaos Okay. Okay. And then you have to show me how to, I'm trying to also do something else. You have to show me how to do, because I don't understand how to use your laptop yet. So to, if you buy Chaos to Control today, today's the last day when you buy Chaos to Control which is our leash reactivity class that's going to be live and unedited. It's called Chaos to Control. And it's a live five-day unedited course. It's right on our Solid Canine Academy. You get a free master class. It's a $99 course on a master class on how to get a great walk from your dog. Lori says, good morning, good morning. How are you? Denise says, uh, Linda, uh, Rita, you are 100% correct. Jackie, suggestions for a week old pushy puppy bitch who was starting to growl over a food bowl with other puppies. I poked her and told her no. She stopped. Is that the right way to crack? Um, you, you should be separating them. Separate them. Have them eat in a crate. Eat, put each puppy in a crate. Put each puppy in a crate. But yeah, but you can do that though. You can correct that. So what you did was not wrong, but I would encourage you to put each puppy in a crate and teach them how to eat by themselves. It's also good for food management, weight weight management. Terry says, good morning. Good morning to you, Terry. How are you? Irene says, I agree. Good afternoon. Greeting from Germany. Ah, B. Gates. We have a great German bakery bias, Irene. Good. It reminds me of... Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is Zoo Station, it reminds me of. But a lot of the little towns with the bakeries, though, it, remind, it also reminds me of. Some of the big towns, too, but a lot of the little towns. I spent a lot of time in Germany. Uh, Linda Thompson says, uh, rehab them, yes. Linda says, I was just wanting them to not bolt out the door. Yes. Oh, so if you don't want them to bolt out the door... Best thing to do is to do a door protocol, Linda. Um, um, all right. Is put a, a leash and a prong collar on them. Um, and or, or or a remote collar. And when they go to and a leash, though, at the beginning. So because because remote collars are not directional and they go to go out the door, open the door, they go to go out the door. Boom. Also, their energy is too high. So you can also then say no and you can bonk them to get their energy down low. But it's turned into a trained routine, right? It's turned into a trained routine. Door opens up, dog starts scanning, you release them, they run out, and they it's a game. In a way, unfortunately, you've reinforced it as a game. So now what you need to do is just flip it. You just need to flip it. Portraits of words, yes, yes. I've used you. 
used you twice for Roddy. Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. Irene says, Sarugutag. Uh, Sid says, good morning, all. Good morning. Bully Strong says, thank you for your live yesterday. Reminded me to get back on track to be consistent. Yes. It's hard. It takes discipline, Bully Strong. Right? It takes discipline. Discipline's hard. Over here on Rumble says, uh, see, my main main says, I think that's the one of my mistakes is tapping once instead of holding the continuous stem. Thanks for the advice. Yeah. Yeah. Hold it down. Hold it down at a high level. I mean, like, I, you know, I don't enjoy delivering discomfort to dogs. Absolutely not. But if I want a dog to stop a, a, a behavior that's just out of control, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. So uh, Linda says, um, uh, train routine, totally door protocol. Got it. Yeah. If you, if you, and, and Linda, if you decide to do a one-on-one, -on -one, take a video, so take a video of what's not working and you'll email it to me beforehand. And, um, and then I'll show you how to do it. I can show you how to do it live right on the video that we do during the one-on-one. -on -one. All right, everyone. So get your courses, comment on our social media, share our social media, spread the word. We also do boarding trains down in Florida. Let people know about that. Tell people about the show. Share the show. I would appreciate all of that. And uh, today is Wednesday. The What Would Jeff Do show is tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Irene says, the amount of correction you show is for mostly forbidden over here, but having three German Shepherds, I would rather correct my dogs than pay vet bills for own dogs or other. So, Irene, just to let you know, Irene, um, I've got clients in Germany, and I, I understand the rules in Germany. I understand the laws there. I understand that dog, like, I legally am not allowed to train there, Um uh, even though I have, I've been flown over to Germany and trained for clients privately. I understand the prong collar in the remote collar situation, but I have clients over there that are using them. And I understand the, the, what's allowed, what's not allowed. But a lot can be done in the privacy of your own home. Right? You know, a lot can be done in the privacy of your own home, but they are very strict over there. They're very strict over there, Irene. I know. I feel bad for folks in countries where they have such restrictions. It's funny. Um, it's funny how people, uh, I heard on a podcast yesterday, it was talking about the United States. Um, I, was, I think you know what it was talking about. It was talking about how disgusting the, the U.S. women's soccer team did this year and how Megan Rapinoe, like, technically hates America. And as a gay woman, I believe there's 69 other countries where she would be killed for being openly gay. Or it was 69 other countries where it would be illegal and 16 countries where she would be killed. Something like that. And she hates this country. Yeah, that's what it was. Something like that. 
That's why when people say, oh, e-collars are banned in our country and they're proud of it. And I'm like, homosexuality is banned in many countries. And some countries will kill you if you are gay. And people are worried about shock collars. Just think about that. Just think about that. Whenever anybody throws that like shock collars are banned in our country because they're cruel. Well, homosexuality is illegal in many countries. And it's also the penalty in some countries is death. Think about those consequences. Think about those consequences. So, um, hi, uh, do you have a rich, rich crackers are banned in eight countries? Little tidbit of information there. Um, hi, do you have any classes on how to handle dog fights when your dog is leashed and getting attacked? Um, no, I don't. What you want to do is you want to neutralize the other dog. The best way to do that is take away the oxygen supply from that dog. So if it has a collar on it, you want to get behind that dog, straddle the dog, put your hands on the leash. And um, if it's a slip lead, with a, if that dog has a leash on it, you want to, if it's on a slip lead, you want to hold the dog up in the air. And if it's just on a regular flat collar, you want to twist in or turn so the dog can't breathe anymore. You want to take away the oxygen supply of that dog. So it can't breathe and then your dog will stop being attacked. That's the most efficient way. Take away the oxygen supply of the dog. You can also wrap your leash around the dog. So unclip it from your dog, or if you carry an extra leash, wrap it around that dog's neck, and then take away the oxygen. That's the most efficient way. That's the most efficient way. All right, everybody, madly in love with you. Don't forget, grab your courses, Solid Canine Academy, your life will change. All right, and we'll see everybody tonight. Take care. Bye-bye.